Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I'm so glad that you're getting this podcast each and every week. Why? Because you subscribe to it. Also, make sure to rate it, review it, and share it with everybody that you know. Well, we've been in several weeks of the gift of discerning of spirits, talking about it, explaining it, pretty much going after it from every angle. I want to make sure that you have my book, Seeing the Supernatural. It's all about that gift. And and a lot of people say this. They say, thank you, Jennifer, for actually languaging something I've been going through. Uh, Having a gift from the Holy Spirit that I didn't understand, that was actually making me feel crazy instead of gifted. Well, I want to assure you that you're not crazy. You have a gift, but we need to learn how to walk this out because every gift from God, from the Holy Spirit, is intended to be profitable. It's intended uh, to to advance the kingdom of God and and not make you feel crazy. And so, so that's why I'm having so much discussion about this in these Take 10 with Jen podcasts, so that you can just really get a grid on how to walk out this gift and walk it out successfully. And so now we're going to start talking about how to discern certain types of demons. And so it requires a little bit of study, it requires some discussion, and it does require some application. There's usually some personal application that we need to engage when we have these kinds of discussions. And I was really debating, you know, what what one should we talk about first? And I really think the one that we should talk about first, again, learning how to discern certain things in the spiritual realm so that you can respond appropriately, respond intelligently, know how to pray through it, know how to cleanse your own heart from it. Well, the first one that I think we need to talk about is the spirit principality known as Leviathan. And uh, I do have a little bit of that written up in my book, Seeing the Supernatural, but I've done some other other um, YouTube videos and some blogs and different things about it. But either way, Leviathan, it's spelled L-E-V-I-A-T-H-A-N, Leviathan, is a spirit principality. It's also known as the king of pride. Now, Job 41 describes it in detail. And it starts out by asking this question, can you draw out Leviathan with a hook? And then it ends with, quote, he beholds every high thing. He is king over all the children of pride. And that's verses one and verses 34 in Job 41. And so it's, talking about what appears to be, if you read into it, and I'll give you some more scriptures, it's talking about what appears to be a sea creature, uh, a creature in the sea that was probably more known uh, to our to our ancient friends here than, than to us. We don't seem to have that same identifier uh, in our in our current uh, modern times. But but it seems to me like there was some kind of creature back when the Bible was written that they readily identified as a Leviathan creature. And and so we have to ask the question, are we talking about an animal? Or are we talking about a spirit? Well, what we notice in the Bible, and there's, there's other, uh, there's other applications just like this, where it'll start out talking about something in the natural, but then it will take on spiritual dimensions. And that's exactly what happens with this sea creature 
known as Leviathan. It it starts out talking about it as if it is a, an actual sea creature, and then it begins to take on spiritual dimensions. And we begin to realize that this is also a standing metaphor for some kind of of spirit. Um, You know, we see that in Ezekiel 28. And this is where it's talking about the king of Tyre. And it's a prophecy against this this king of Tyre. And the first 10 verses of Ezekiel 28, it it seems very much appropriate and and naturally termed, you know, uh, you know, things that 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 would happen if the Lord is standing against such a human king, such a human prince. And and you see that in the first 10 verses. But then after that, beginning with verse 11, it seems to take on some other dimensions. And for example, it starts talking about you were the signal of perfection, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering and and on and on. And uh, you were the anointed guardian cherub. And, you know, it goes on and on uh, to describe what, what actually is something spiritual. What are we describing here? Before we read through it, it's obvious we're actually talking about Satan. And, and so it starts out referring to an actual human king, Ezekiel 28, and then it shifts, it changes, and it turns out this king is also a metaphor for for Satan. And so we see that that kind of that kind of pattern in description, uh, you know, more than once in the Bible. And we also see it here with the spirit prince known as Leviathan. And so when you read it, you'll begin to understand that there are attributes, uh, you know, that are associated with this sea creature that are also attributes of this this spirit prince known as Leviathan. And so it refers to it as the king of pride. It's king over all the children of pride. And so let's talk about pride. Pride is an attitude, but it's also a spirit. And this spirit, it wants altitude and it seeks to invade the high places. It wants to infect people in high places because it's a glory stealer. It steals the glory that should go to Jesus Christ. And so pride, it comes in a lot of forms. Uh, There are proud eyes, which is a haughty look, a proud heart, which is a hard heart, a proud spirit, which is an impatient spirit and proud speech, which is the mouth that boasts and puts other people down. Now, those scriptures are in Proverbs 21, 4, Ecclesiastes 7, 8, and 2 Peter 2, 18, you know, that give you those definitions. Now, people infected by Leviathan, well, they're going to, they're going to act higher and better and more superior than you. They're going to have a high and mighty attitude. You know, they deal with grandiosity and they fight unusually hard to be right at your expense. That's the nature of the spirit of Leviathan. James 4, 6, it says that God resists the proud, but he honors the humble. And Luke 14, 11 says he actually exalts the humble. God wants his humble people in high places, not people who are ruled by pride. And so that spirit of Leviathan is often referred to as a water serpent. We see in Psalm 74, 12 to 14, it says, You, O God, split the sea by your strength and smash the heads of the sea monsters. You crush the heads of Leviathan. You let the desert animals eat him. Now, I believe that, that, that this means the demon likes to be around water namely the river of the spirit. Some people actually believe it likes to reside in, in beach, beach 
uh, town areas, rivers, um, actual natural rivers, uh, areas where there's actual natural bodies of water. Some people believe that. I actually have a tendency to believe it's more about the river of the spirit, that the demon likes to be around where the spirit of God is flowing like a river uh, to look for a victim. The closest word picture in the Hebrew for Leviathan is the crocodile. And what does a crocodile do? It will get you in its jaws and it will thrash you until you're too tired to fight. It tosses you back and forth one way after the other to make you give up. And when it attacks you, the spirit tries to confuse you. How does it do that? Well, Leviathan's described as multi-headed. That means it's divisive. It speaks out of both sides of its mouth. It twists the truth. For example, you're going to say something and another person will hear it completely different, resulting in strife. Or a person will change his or her story several times and not acknowledge it when confronted. You know, in the first seven verses of Job 41, the Lord asked Job questions about Leviathan. And to sum it up, I believe these questions reveal man's inability to surface and conquer pride without God's intervention. So when you're dealing with Leviathan, when it attacks you, it feels as though you can't get a grip on it to defeat it. It twists, it hides, and it goes under the water. And so we're going to learn in the coming weeks, we're going to learn how to deal with Leviathan. I'm going to share some uh, real examples, obviously not giving away anybody's name and, and, you know, uh, covering the situations enough so they're not identifiable. But I'm going to give you some stories and share with you how I've seen this spirit take people out and and use people uh, uh, to create havoc and destroy and kill and steal. And I'm going to share some stories with you. And I'm going to lead you um, through a checklist of attributes to make sure that you don't have pride in yourself because you got to get it out of yourself. And so we're going to do that in the coming weeks. But I want to thank you for joining me once again for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now make sure that you help me get this podcast and resources around the globe. Go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.